y'all, and welcome to the table where everyone gets to take a seat. My name is Isaac, and I'm here with... Aaron, the past guest from July, who now sounds like a robot. And... Gang, gang! Oh, my God. What's up, y'all? It's Cassie. (laughs) And Kiki's also in this dude, just to let y'all know. Hi, Kiki. Yes, we're all in here in this cramped room, living our best lives with different microphones and technical difficulties, but we're going to get through it. Just another day, 2018. Right, another day. So anyway, this is the transition episode where we Mm -hmm. move from one month to the other because monthly guests have to leave and we have to mourn their death and then we have to, yes, I said mourn their death. Fair. Yes, and then we have to move on <laughs> to the next month and rejoice in a new birth in the world. I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about like, anymore. This is like a weird Phoenix analogy. From the death of one guest rises another to That's be reborn and stronger. <laughs> yes. Your December guest will be unfucking stoppable forever. How? Forever. We're know. all reborn. Let's yeah, and we get stronger. Are we like avatars? <laughs> like, I prefer Avatar to Phoenix. So yeah. yeah, I like that better. So when you die, you get the memories of the last um, guest. I don't know how, but... <laughs> it's fair. I have nothing exciting in my life. <laughs> I have trivia about animals. Oh. Run with that's, it. It's pretty exciting. I don't know. Do something with it. Figure uh, it out. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I have nothing scheduled for today other than, like, I don't know... Let's reflect on the past month and then we're going to talk about what we're looking forward to in the next month for the podcast and life. Mm -hmm. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You start. Okay. Um, I don't know what my first question is. (laughs) Literally, I'm having a great time. Um, Why does it look so quiet on there? This is such a great day. Uh, (laughs) Okay. So. I look forward to it being Black History Month in general because it's Black History Month and I love Black History Month because I get to be black and sit in my history. Mind blown. But I ask Isaac, why can't you do that every day of the month? That's also a really good Because (laughs) whiteness. White supremacy is the answer. I can't say that you're wrong. No. That's the answer. I try my best, though. It's true. I try my very best. Like no one ever has. To catch them is a great test. To train them is a real cause. Yeah. I'm so good. Pokemon soundtrack. It's fun. <laughs> like, uh, Kiki gets it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is too much. Um... Yes. That's what I look forward to in the next month. This last month, I think my favorite thing was, um, I don't even know, starting school back, I guess, maybe. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that was like a positive thing. Last semester, almost done. Last semester was trash. I mean, last semester was trash. Active basura. True. Mm -hmm. So this semester is um, better. So already, so far, like so far, mm-hmm. nothing bad has happened. Um, yeah, 
Aaron, you go next. Uh, okay. Um, well, I'm excited for February because it's a month that has a lot of opportunities to eat free food. Ooh, what is that? Wait, why? Where? (laughs) Yeah, like, what's going on? (laughs) I don't know. I always feel like with, um, Black History Month and multicultural events, they're Mm. always like, food! True. Um, it is like... Yeah, Chinese. It's like guilt. also like the Chinese New Year calendar switches in mm-hmm. February. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So like it also has a lot of events that go on yeah. on campus. Yeah. Not that I don't miss the impact and the uh, cultural meaning behind all these events. Like I'm totally there for all of that too. But I can't really be like, what up? I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> let me take your cultural significance and just kind of fair. adopt it. So Genuinely fair. This is absolutely um, fair. But I will go and learn and eat food. Um, you know, both are important. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have nourishment. Well, you know, you know, <laughs> like, I think the best way to learn and love a culture is through the food. So. Yes, you did say that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's very true. Just don't be like Food Network. Oh, God. They take recipes <laughs> and, try their best. and start whitening it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please don't do that. Anything that adds mayo, I'm like, you're wrong. Kiki, with the words. Anglo bastardization. Anglo bastardization. I I saw this version of gumbo, much air quoting going on. Please don't say it out of mayo. No. (laughs) Basically, they took like, they they started with a roux, so that was good. Mm -hmm. Oh, first step, they found it. Yeah. (laughs) And then they added like a bunch of stuff, and at the end, it just looked like a salad. I don't know how they managed to turn gumbo into salad, but bless How many their, roots bless did they put in there? None of them. Oh, cabbage. No. <laughs> Probably. Cabbage. So there's a whole bunch of lettuce just romaine. inside. And okra. They have some okra. Oh, I, I mess I with okra. I some okra, though. Yeah. I can do, like, I only like fried okra. Okra by itself isn't, like, my fave. Mm. Yeah, mine either, but, like, Mm-mm. you can't make gumbo and not have right. okra. okra. So I guess they, they had a roux and they had so okra. Bad. Two. <coughs> Solid two. two on that pins. one. Yeah. <laughs> Solid 20% there. Ooh. Good job. Come Good on, job. man. Let's get sickening. Come <laughs> on, <boom. laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. okay. Um, <clears throat> Cassie, it's your turn. Wait, did you do the second one, Erin? Did I reflect on January? No. No. Um, January was good honestly uh hashtag good hashtag good i did homework bought concert ticket Ooh. foo fighters in october what up that's so far away yeah but worth it Mm, it's the foo fighters they do i think they sell out a lot so Mm. they do it's fine in the good way they sell out in the good way they sell out what's selling out in the bad way Mm. i don't know isaac you want to tell us it's horrible (laughs) (laughs) In a world. (laughs) (laughs) In a world full of sellouts. (laughs) Only one. It's an individual. Isn't that every kind of like. Yeah. That's literally the storyline of every single like action, like show on TV. The world 
where Neil everybody's complacent. Young adult novel. Yeah. Right. What? Wow. <laughs> Look at us exploring story plots. Yeah. I don't call Divergent out like that. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Why, why I gotta be Divergent? Why can't it be The Hunger Games? Uh... <laughs> Because, like, Divergent literally talks about that. <laughs> it's literally it. Yeah. Wait, was that the hunger? No. Okay, so this is what happened. <laughs> I had a class, and it was Freaks and Freakery in American Culture. Freaks and Freakery. In American History, Culture, something like that. It was a Hashtag women's and gender studies class in a history class blended together. And we um, went and explored, like, um, the freak show in, like, American oh. History and how it leads up and is directly attached to reality television today. Mm. And how, like, look, look, it snatched my edges, too. Um, But, like, so basically my final project was on um, ethnographic freaks. So, like, freaks based on, like, cultures, like, different countries. So, like, why is a black person not considered a freak compared to, like, somebody from Africa who looks different is being in like, is inserted into freak shows. So, like, um, Hot and Top Venus was, like, my central person who I was talking about and how, because of, like, her body shape and all those other things mm-hmm. is the reason why we have all the stereotypes of black women today, mm-hmm. but also that was based in freak shows and freak show culture. So, what was I trying to talk about? It was something involving something that was just mentioned. Divergent. Divergent. There we go. So Divergent is a social commentary based on reality television. So think about the way that the Hunger Games is like based on and the way that people were viewing it and seeing yeah. it as nothing other than like, oh my God, look, there's like 24 children going out into the wild murdering each other. Let's watch. This like great entertainment. I hope McDonald's yeah. sponsors. So basically <laughs> it's us watching Jersey Shore is the same thing yeah. as watching the Hunger Games, but like nobody's dying in Jersey Shore. Mm. I guess. Somebody's oh, dying. close. It's, yeah, they're close. getting pretty. When you said freak show, I was thinking American Horror Story freak show. We watched that. That was and I was mad, but I got over it. But anyways, is it me? Yeah. yeah. So Black Panther comes out in February. No <gasps> one shit, says that right. shit. Oh yeah. Come on now. I mean that also sits with me being able to be black in my blackness. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just long live Wakanda. Wukanda. 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 Wukanda clan. Wukanda clan forever. I don't feel like we should associate the word clan with. You right. It was like the Wu Tang clan. Clan and Wakanda. Okay. Yeah, you right. right, That's fair. Anyway. Kiki over here keeping us together. We appreciate you and your blackness. Yes. (laughs) Um. Yeah. (laughs) So. Black Panther in February. Valentine's Day is in February. Fuck Valentine's Day. I'm getting laid Valentine's Day. I don't know about y'all. So I'm here for that. You know. Congratulations. (laughs) I'm proud of you. I can't follow. But like, I'm just. Because black love. Why not? Yeah. 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 Um, and I guess reflecting in January. It's been a cool little gig. You know? Come on, gig. Let's get sick. Na- I need to stop. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, the latter half has been some complex trash. 
Complex trash. Complex trash. Like you gotta, trash, sort you the gotta sort the recyclable. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that's life. Yeah. When you have to sort through your trash to find the recyclable, recyclables, recyclables, and also compost because and compost. in a world full of dumpster fires, be compost. Yeah, I love that. My 2018 quote. When I become famous, that's all people will say. Yeah. They just want a motivational cat poster. In a world full Can it be a cat sitting on like a pile of trash? Okay. Yes. I need somebody in the universe to create this poster for me. <laughs> a cat with a word bubble. Yeah. Sitting on a pa- like pile of trash yeah. with a quote. In a world full of dumpster fire. Be compost. That's all I want. Yeah. Here for in five to seven business days. I expect that to be done. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Anyway, I think. Uh, Kiki, do you want to go? Do you want? Um, Okay, Johnny on the spot there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, um, I I too had a pretty interesting January. Started great. Um, opened the year with some pretty awesome love interests. Um, Ooh, come on, love interests. And um. For for February, I'm definitely excited about Black Panther. I have a pretty awesome Valentine's Day plan for my partner. Mm. Um, and just I'm I'm Black History 365. Uh, but I did I did buy my kid a copy of Bold Women in Black History. Ooh, and I'm so into it. we're going to do a page a day, the entire day. So mm. yeah. I love that. Look, even the page about Oprah. Not the page about Oprah. We'll talk about that some other Ooh. time. You know what? We can talk about that after we come back from the break. I'm really interested. Because now I want to know. Because you know what? Oprah Winfrey is Oprah Winfrey. And also, is worthy of being challenged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll be back. I love that. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm saving this forever. And we're back to talk about Oprah's problematic ass. So, who wants to start? Kiki, take it away. Okay, so here are some of the major problems that I have with Oprah. Um, and she's kind of problematic to me and on three different levels. She's problematic to me on a class analysis level. Okay. Because as a member of the black elite, she has sort of a different, quote, black experience. Granted, she's kind of a rags to riches story, and that's kind of something that a lot of black people aspire to. But um, if you kind of look at some of the things that she is, like, quote, to done, to have done for black communities it's pretty much only for tax write-offs because she has such a high income mm. so i kind of really don't put a lot of stock in that what i would need to appreciate that is how much she has contributed that is over the amount she would have had to have paid in taxes that's fair that's really fair <laughs> yeah that's so really fair. and then plus that she is a friend of donald trump's and she has been for decades decades so, I mean, and pretty much at this point, we're all aware of the kind of person that he is. Trash. Trash. 
just for those who aren't trademark score. <laughs> <laughs> trash trademark trademark um, trash. <laughs> and then I have issues with her um, in as sort of like a white feminist icon, mm. which is <laughs> which is kind of interesting considering that she is a black woman. But like a lot of her popularity and shine have come from white women. Mm-hmm. I feel like the majority demographic her show was targeted to is black was not black women. It was like middle aged white women staying at home with the uh-huh. kids, like Susie soccer mom. You're right. Um, and so I feel like that's the demographic that she primarily pandered to um, prior to starting her own network. Now I feel like a lot of her shows are yield towards the black community, which thank you like 40 years into your career for doing that. Mm. Um, <clears throat> message. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah. um, <laughs> so I mean, I, I just think that she is a really problematic person, and I hate that she's hailed as, like, this black woman messiah kind of figure because I don't really see what about her is there by, like, yeah, Oprah 2020. Sam. No, I'd rather go for Dwayne The Rock Johnson over Oprah. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. <laughs> Yo, can we just, like, start saying The Rock 2020? Yeah. I mean, I'd do it. I do him. I do him. Hey. Uh, all the time. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh my gosh. I hope y'all got the reference. <laughs> okay. You know me in a pussy like she who. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs> Anybody else got words about Oprah? Because I'm shook now. Oh, one more note. That, <laughs> that speech that she gave at the Golden Globes was that like one. really, really trashed me because it's sort of like an all women type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then she tried to relate like the historical sexual trauma experienced by black women for being black and woman to like this all white feminist, like perfect victim, me too movement mm-hmm. which was stolen from a black woman facts um tarana burke yes um so like just i'm i'm not with oprah and that's why i will be skipping her page in my daughter's book <laughs> you said we were not reading it before we, not reading we were not we're, we're, we're not, not gonna read it yeah see that's like something i was i was really um critical about whenever the speech was done i was talking to somebody at my job and i was like that speech would sound a lot different if it was coming from somebody like Laverne Cox or Janet Mock. It would have a different like significance if it was coming from people who like are not actually considered like part of the group in a sense of like being a sister or a sister. And y'all know what I mean when I'm talking about it. Like sister, sister. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Lovely. That too. <laughs> or even, or even a cis black woman who wasn't trying to white feminize whatever she was right. saying. Um, like um, Gabby, Gabby uh, Union does a lot of speaking mm-hmm. on that type of stuff. Uh, that's specific and central to black mm-hmm. women. And I love her book. I love a lot of the, Is it the speaking out she's been doing lately. That new book? Did you read it? No, but I've heard her talk about it, and that's pretty much the same thing. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
I said what I said. I said what, what I, I said. said. <laughs> Woo. I'm trash too. Aren't we, we all trash? All. Except some of us are compost. And some of us are a dumpster fire. That's true. 2018. Get into it. When I'm famous, this is the only thing that people should quote me for. I don't want any other quotes. Just, just that Just one. make those cat posters. <laughs> I hate cats. Oh, no. Put something else on I there. Cats. Put Grimer. Yeah. That's a good one. Like the Wokemon Pokemon. Wokemon Pokemon. Face, That's a really page. good Facebook page. It really is. Look, if you're at a computer, I gotta find this. look up I, Wokemon. I it. it is literally the most entertaining thing in the whole entire world. I love having a Meowth, like, quote, a communist or anti-capitalist right. thing at me. It's like I the best I just love it so much. context. I love it so much. Though, I, I do want to say, as someone who has not watched the speech, so I cannot comment on the speech. Everything else that you talked about, Kiki, yeah, like she found her market, she milked her market. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, this is something that I feel like I haven't talked about on the podcast, but I will right now. So the thing is about um, black folks who capitalize and buy into a system that they know they can make money off of, and like basically like black elites are using like white guilt or white generosity to like. Mm-hmm formulate your platform while mm-hmm. also giving up certain parts of yourself mm-hmm. or like certain parts of your identity to like blend in and like be good to those people like yeah. I get what you're doing and also like I don't know I don't know there's like this both and kind of thing I'm trying to do I work through and process that I don't mm-hmm. think is working right now because this can't really be both and because like to buy to us like buy into a system and be like capitalistic within the system too you has also have to buy into whiteness in a way that i don't like appreciate yeah but like i don't know if that's really being a sellout or not because you're still trying to thrive and survive speaking of sellout we rewatched get out last night why because i had never She'd seen never it because it. i'm trash that's not being trash that's saving yourself but like also but we rewatched <laughs> like, it and we had a very critical discourse about it, especially why, as it relates to the movie, black men feel the need to always protect whiteness or white women. Because at the end, <laughs> oh boy had the opportunity to choke out Rose, but looked at her with eyes of compassion, never did it. So that's like, why do you feel the need? That's a level that I don't think I ever would have been able to pick up. See, we went in like, damn. I I definitely picked up on that. And my whole thing is, like, you're you're with this woman. That's a good level to talk about. You're with this woman. The first night that you go to her home and you sit down to dinner, like, her brother is very aggressive towards you, Mm -hmm. specifically because you you think, quote, you're the first black person she's ever brought home. You come in there and you see that they have two black servants. You, everyone around her is very racist. Mm Mm-hmm. But somehow you would make the assumption, because you've swum in that pussy a few times, that she is not racist too. Because that is very critical. Because that's the thing. A lot of the times, like, black men get really confused when they have, like, a baby mama and it's a white woman. And the moment that that baby comes out of her and then, like, all of a sudden she's not appreciative of you anymore, that she is running around saying the N-word to a whole bunch of folks. Yeah. And calling you all things outside your name and doing all these racial stereotypes. And you're just always like, I don't know where that came from. Of course 
you did. You just didn't care because you were swimming in that pussy. And that's another reason why I cannot rock with the Ball family. Yes! Okay, look. Because okay, in the first uh, the first episode of Ball in the Family, or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. um, he is talking about how he was pursuing his wife, Tina, and her parents were very racist towards him, but he decided to keep on pursuing her. And at that point in time, I decided, fuck the balls. Mm. <laughs> because why mm. is that a thing? Why why do black men constantly feel the need to, to go after these racist white people? Right. You cannot... Fight racism with your dick, black man. Or sympathize with them with your dick. You will not cure white supremacy with your dick, black man. It will not happen. Oh, my God. Feels like one of those masculinity things. (laughs) Yes. I feel like if we tie it into masculinity, there will be something that we can unpack. Or toxic Mm -hmm. misogyny by black women. I'm thinking of one person in particular. No, okay, no. no. <laughs> like, we don't have to talk about that person, but we can talk about Young M.A. Okay. We can talk about Young M.A., who uses mm-hmm. misogyny in a way that nobody really clocks her on mm-hmm. or, like, calls oh, no, her on. Well, I people do tear her apart. Her on her. But it's not, like, the general mainstream community because it's kind of like, okay, why is Young M.A., like, a rapper who's, like, masculine presenting but a lesbian mm-hmm. and she's like allowed to get away with all these things and blah 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 and like right. black men aren't attacking her it's like cause she bought into toxic masculinity in a way that a lot of people just don't do that and that's the reason why like queer black men are like dragged through the streets because they're not buying into masculinity in the way that like I don't know okay look I have a symposium coming up it's on February 10th come through um, the title of my little breakout session is, Is a Queer Nigga Still a Nigga? You did so, not. So, look, I'm not playing with these people. Bitch, you did not. I did that. I did do that. You. It's already on the poster. They're ready to be snatched. Come through. It's I'm an so hour excited. It's, Where? it's, in, it's on campus. Um, it's through the Emily Taylor Center. I don't know where it's being located at yet. So, to TBD. Okay, let me know, because I'm doing something on the second of this month. Look, what you doing? I'm talking about black women protesting and using highways as the epicenter of protest, which is something people don't really Ooh, think about. Fascinating. Yeah. Can I go to that too? Yes. <laughs> I told Isaac I was going to sit in the back of his somewhere in the union. Yeah. Presentation. Ooh, I, I like free. I mean, the topic already got me, but the food just got me. <laughs> I'm here for the free. <laughs> I'm such a fan Free is my favorite flavor. It's free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what it is. As long as it's free. That also. Mm-mm. I don't know. Free dick doesn't seem <laughs> like something I'm into. <laughs> like, not that I would pay for dick. <laughs> I'm like, because I don't. The, that's the, like, yeah, yeah, like, like, we that's can dive deeper later. I'm not going there today. Oh, on the topic of get out, there's a. <laughs> I know, I know. We are past we're that. Back. And we are past back. that. But um, the part, one of the parts that really struck me is when he was being hypnotized. Mm-hmm. And she was using a moment of trauma. Ooh, okay. To trigger him into quote the sunken place. Mm. That was a really interesting kind of commentary on how psychological triggers work. Damn, there's so many things because I refuse to go back and watch it. I miss so much. I still. That's another thing I still haven't watched, but I haven't. We talked about when it first came out mm-hmm. and how a lot of. Um, white audience members didn't get it. Yeah. And so I've just kind of like, I 
don't want to have the conversation with a lot of my white peers who won't get it. Yeah, because it was like and remember I can't that, force that on you guys either. Right. So I'm like, because yeah. eh. it was like that conversation I had when I was in um, Starbucks and those mm-hmm. white people were talking about Get Out. And they were just like, I wanted to watch a horror film that was like actually going to scare me. I didn't want to go watch something that would make me think about things. And I was like, is this how white people talk about Get Out? <laughs> like, it was like, uh-uh, no. Re- like, restart. Like, yeah. y'all can't have this conversation no more. Take the movie yeah. back. <laughs> like, I want the movie back. Honestly, I think the next time it comes to work, I'll check it out. But, mm-hmm. um, but you know, it's something to have a conversation with, but like a constructive conversation. Like, if you, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like a lot of, like, People, especially like what is it called, Surge, like stand up for racial justice, which is like a white based, um, not white based, um, <laughs> like a paint. It's white based. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> like, the but primer. it is a. Oh, that primer. was gonna say. It's a primer paint. Um, it's a primer organization. Mm. No, um, it is an organization that is a whole bunch of white people who do racial like justice work, mm-hmm. but they uh, they have a POC power team that like instructs them on how to do the work and stuff like that. That's how I feel a lot of conversations around racism should go, where it's like white mm-hmm. people disseminating information that they got from a leadership team that they're paying to like give out that information or like give them like the insight that they need. Because I don't I don't know what it is about like racism being dismantled by like white people standing up and talking about racism to other white people just doesn't ring true to me. But like there's people in the world who do that work to give those white people at the top the white people at the top because we're still working in the structures but whatever um those white folks the information to tell other people that stuff because i don't that's why i like question people like tim wise or definitely yeah like how why are they the Mm -hmm. people who have all the knowledge based for white folks when like you're talking about people of color going through stuff I just have questions. But then I also feel like there's a difference between a Tim, like a Tim Wise and a Jane Elliott. Yeah, Jane Elliott is about that life, and I live for her. (laughs) But I I do also feel like there's a real problem with white people that capitalize off black trauma and like Mm. black pain and Mm -hmm. find a way to. Like, why Why is that information, why does that information need to come with a white face in front of it? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what about that information can't be disseminated by somebody who actually experienced it? Like, yeah. why, why does it need the validation of whiteness to be, you know, accepted by that group of people? Mm-hmm. But then I also think of, like, a time to kill where if his lawyer wasn't white and didn't know how to relate to those people, right. then... Um, would have gotten the death penalty or exactly whatever. so I, I have mixed feelings on the topic personally yes. how did we get here we went from Oprah to get out to <laughs> there was a I, I will say if I if I watch get out anytime soon I'm gonna take your points from it and add that to kind of when I'm watching it that's a very interesting film you're after I watch it, you're just gonna see me look at you and all confused. I'd be like, yeah. I have so many Robin questions, was but the I only can't. One who had common sense, which was she was just like, everybody needs a Rodney. <laughs> I mean, if you don't have a Rodney, I don't know what you're doing. With I'm, I'm like, definitely the ride. He definitely. I, I forget the main character's right. name, but he just definitely Chris. Chris he could not oh, see. He would always excuse all the actions that this white woman and her family would do, just to be like, no, nah, this didn't happen, or. Mm, 
I think we can pass get past this. And it was just fascinating rewatching it with a critical lens mm-hmm. for me. And even that was her first time, and she made some very interesting assessments. Right. I definitely overthink everything I consume. So, <laughs> like me, I haven't Part really two. watched a television yeah. in like consistently in like nine months. And like pretty much the only time that I watch TV now is when I'm hanging out with Kathy. Um, it's okay. Um, and <laughs> so that was the first thing that I had watched was with somebody for like a month. Wow. And so I, I, because I'm very picky about what I choose to consume because I do believe in like subliminal kind of messaging. Okay. And if I keep certain ideas at the forefront of my mind and I'm able to really be analytical about what I can what I am consuming, what I allow my daughter to consume mm-hmm. and how to combat any kind of anti-black or otherwise problematic messages she might consume and how to use those things as teaching moments if necessary. Right. So. I feel that. Yeah. So my goal in life is to be like Kiki. <laughs> Um, one day I will get there. Hopefully. And that's all you I got. can do it. <laughs> I'm super excited you're a parent because critical thinking is like number one shit. My kid so. is great. So let me tell you about my kid. Okay, <laughs> go for it. I need the story. So I took her to the Field Museum. We live in Chicago. Okay. And there they had like an Egyptian exhibit type of thing. So I took her down there and we were just gonna see the mummies or whatever. And we go down there, and I was so shook because she just stopped and she looked at me, and I'm like, "What's wrong?" She's like, "Mommy, we're surrounded by death." Ooh. My kid is four She's at this four point, at um, <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, damn," because I ain't never thought of that shit. Like, <laughs> we are just in a room full of dead bodies. Damn. Why is this okay? Why is it? Why was it ever okay for them to just go over there and take these African dead bodies and put them in these white museums? And you know. So you know, children need to have it. Children have it. They be asking the real questions. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what school does to you. It's like you beat out the imagination and the critical thinking that children have when you're like naturally just it gets beat out of you because you have to stick to this damn system. This is why I hate schools. But also, education schools. is important. <laughs> I just don't know how I feel, and I'm really upset. I'll get over it one day. I would love to be able to homeschool my kid one day. Right. Homeschool just seems like the move. But I also don't know if I could teach my child anything because I'm also very un- impatient. Like, I don't understand why you don't get it. And then I'll be like, I'm all why are you crying? Now. Like, that's me. As a that's why you need a good cop parent and you can be the bad cop parent. Right. I, I would want to put my kids in public school because I'd be like, I don't know how to socialize you. <laughs> like, Fair. like, like so I'm awkward bad. as shit. I don't, you can't. Can't be as don't be as awkward as me. Go forth. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so real. Okay, we're gonna take one more break and then we're gonna wrap up the show. And we're back and we're gonna wrap things up mm-hmm. by talking about things that are happening in February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So February podcast monthly plan. Uh, the topic, the first topic, is gonna be Fubu, which is for us by us for y'all who don't know. Yes. I will be the recurring guest. Um, Some other ideas include that of black love, black womanhood featuring Lily, black music featuring Chicago artist Q, black hair. I haven't asked these people yet. They're going to say yes. (laughs) I guess I'll find out. 
Black hair, uh, intersectionality within the black community, black queerness with Cody, black nice. oppression, and black futurism with Anthony. Oh. And we'll keep you posted on special guests that yes. may or may not be present. We have to say bye. Thank you for to being a friend. Bye. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I just have like flashbacks to Jazz House. Like that's yes. why I said it. Yes. I am shook. Okay. Okay. I'm done. I'm back. Okay. I'm sorry. That was very. <laughs> that was traumatic. That was traumatic. Scared for a second. I really was about to like run out of the room. <laughs> it's like Isaac's God. We don't know what to do. She <laughs> just hit a jazz house time. with you again soon. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's been too long. Uh-huh. Oh, it's, it's not the move no more. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, that you know, we'll go when there's we'll people go. that I want to see there. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to come back for jazz house because the drag spot I was telling you about. <gasps> I am all about gay things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Aaron. I'm sad. I'll be around. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You can check out extra content on Patreon. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having Bye. me. No, it's been great. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> period. Period. That was a period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be around. I'll be in and out. Right. Um, I'm looking forward to listening to next month. Yes. And hearing all the great things you guys are going to talk about. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a thing. Yeah. It's gonna be a gig. It's gonna be a gig. It's gonna be a gig. It's gonna be a look. It's gonna be a click, click, a pow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, why am I? It's gonna be a cat, 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 I'm happy Kiki is here. Anyway. Kiki, any final words? Yes. Thank you for allowing me to interject, even though that was not at all planned. You know, we're spontaneous. None none of this is ever planned. Spontaneity is the spice of life. (gasps) Come on, quotes. Put that on the t-shirt. Look, I'm going to say... Come through merch. Come through merch. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to have a whole bunch of t-shirts with random shit that was said on this um, podcast. I don't know. All the proceeds will be sold to a good nonprofit because there's bad ones in the world. And that's the team. We'll We'll talk about that later at some other point in time. Yes. um, Anything else you want to? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just happy to have been here because I have a lot of opinions. It feels good to talk about them with someone other than myself and Cassie. Um, So. That's fair. (laughs) Like, yeah. Yeah. Get them out. So, it's been mad real. Mad real. (laughs) I'm here for it. Cassie, welcome. Y'all hoes know me. You know what I do. Look. I'm here from the shy. You know, no, let me stop. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So <laughs> I will be with all of you <laughs> through February. It's yeah, going to be great. It's going to be cute. And, you know, I'm back. By popular demand. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like this today. I literally need to copy. <laughs> Can we talk about how February's going to be lit? If it's we just, just in a booth together. <laughs> it's just going to be a show. Of hilarity oh and cackling. We're going to try and be serious. I mean, we can be. You and I tried to be serious. It was so it's hard. Just it's work. just like, uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening, as yeah. always. Um, thank you guys for being here who are all in the stew today. Um, you know, Patreon, that's a thing. Um, yes, I'm done. Come through, coins. Look. That's all I gotta say. All right. 
Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>